This is John Walton, and you're listening to the Power Play Point Podcast with the Blue Liner on Point and Anna Knox. Here's Wilson, and on the right side, Welcome once again to the Power Play Point Podcast. This is your host, the Blue Liner on Point, talking to you live to tape from Glen Burnie, Maryland. And it's a, well, it's an overcast day, but um, worse than the weather, of course, is the way our team is playing. All right, no, no sense sugarcoating it or honey coating it or coating it with whatever the hell you want to throw on it. Candy, leftover fruitcake, holiday turkey, whipped cream, lipstick on pork um it was it was a one and two week and yeah one of those wins was pretty pretty glorious against a team we all hate but yeah i'm i'm a bit at a loss so uh you're gonna have to bear with us this weekend so the second half of the us returning from holiday break is the one and only mermaid from centerville virginia anna knox yeah, happy Sunday, Gal. <laughs> happy Sorry. Sunday. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Along with the team playing like shit, I sound like shit. So I got a little bit of uh, bronchitis. So, yeah. <laughs> Did a lot of yelling at the kids, too, huh? Yeah. The the TV screen, the, the kids. <laughs> Nah, it's just, I knew it was coming and kind of, we had a a germ fest here in the Knox household over Christmas break. (laughs) Um, So I was like, okay, I did fine until the day before I had to go back to school. (laughs) So The day before? What's that? The day before you had to go back to school. Uh, Yep, I got this. I know, perfect timing, right? And then of course it's, you know, the job where you're talking nonstop. Oh, of course. And the kids are like, what's wrong with your voice? Are you sick? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Obvious. (laughs) So other, other than uh, doing your impersonation of Dimitri, uh, Dimitri, I I got, I got my Russian hockey players mixed up. Evgeny Kuznetsov. (laughs) How how was your holiday? <laughs> that was good. Uh, it was good. It was good. We we more or less just had a, a staycation, which was fine because we were all exhausted. But you know, got those you know those things that you get done over vacation, like eye appointments and dentists and lots of sleep, and and then had a um, a very quiet Twilight Zone filled uh, marathon of New Year's Eve. How about you? Marathon of New Year's Eve. Twilight Zone Marathon on New Year's Eve. Oh, I see. Okay. I watch it every year and I love it. 
when you said Twilight Zone, I was I was kind of expecting something. Okay, so that that <laughs> that actually sounds normal. Yeah, I would totally. I I absolutely love watching the marathon every New Year's Eve, and so I do. And then, um, yeah, and then just kind of sitting here and pondering the twenty twenty four season for our Capitals. Pondering. <laughs> pondering. <laughs> it's been ponderous and pendulous and <sighs> tedious and all kinds of us's that uh, aren't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I, let me just, let me just put this out there. Um, this ain't easy. What we do. I mean, anybody, yeah, I get that. Anybody can hell. You don't even need a laptop anymore. You can do it from, from, from a smartphone, but yeah, I get that anybody can put together a podcast, but it sure as hell ain't easy doing a podcast about a team you love when they don't play like a team that you love. Yeah. And that's what's been happening these last two weeks. And yeah, we had something to scream about when, you know, it looked like they were getting screwed, but lately they've been screwing themselves. Um, absolutely. Let's yeah. do the reverse. Let's get well. I, I mean, it it coincides with the order of the games, but let's get the good out of the way for once. Okay. Um, Caps played three games, won one of them, um, lost the other two in horrible fashion. Um, first one, first game of those three happened to be the win, so we'll talk about that. Log through that a bit here. Uh, make that last as long as we can. Uh, so it was in Pittsburgh at the PPG Paints Arena against the dreaded Flightless Birds um, from Pittsburgh. And it was a glorious game with a very glorious start to it. And um, the the man who will, the man who would be dad, who will be dad, <laughs> uh, couldn't even wait one minute to get the game going. Yes, he can drive 55. That's Tom Wilson who wears 43. His 11th, a rocket shot past Tristan Jury to open the scoring. Sandine and Bear on the assist. That's his first point as a Washington Capitol. Mm-hmm. Uh, about 10 and roughly 10 and a half minutes later, Beck Malenstein makes it 2 nothing with his fourth. Dowd on the assist there. And then um, a minute and a half, another minute and a half later, uh, Martin Ferravari, Ferravari, <laughs> his second of the year, Stroman Lapierre on the assist on that one, three nothing. And then Caps get a power play. And you talk about Bizarro. Um, it was from the opposite point, it was on the power play, and it was from literally almost 60 feet out. But Alex Ovechkin made it count his eighth of the year on the power play for nothing. And lo and behold, uh, Tristan Jari was out of the game. Um, Caps would give up the next three goals, making it unnecessarily interesting um, all the way up through, well, the second period. And then they shut it down in the third, um, making it a, a win. Mm-hmm. Um, 
talked about this for the last, oh, three weeks easy. Right. This will be at least the third consecutive week. Shots on goal per period. 11 in the first, 8 in the third. Or sorry, eight, 11 in the first, 8 in the second, 3 in the third. Mm. I repeat, 11 to start, uh, 8 in the middle stanza, 3 to finish. Yep. And I'll, I'll leave it at that. But the Caps got the win, and that's all that matters. I don't know. Um, I was happy. I was very happy with this game, but not very happy with obviously the trend. Well, um, happy, happy with the win, of course. You know, was it a luck win? Possibly. Um, but not that, happy. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Know, but not happy with you know the stats. Not happy that we're, you know, coming out blazing in the first period um, consistently. And then, as we've always said, taking the foot off the gas and just not playing 60 minutes. And that's, we are a 100% broken record at this point. This is, this is what we keep talking about. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, happy of course because who who doesn't love to rub it in Crosby and Lurch's face? Um, I do for sure. But a win, yeah. Was I excited? Mm-hmm. Was I overly excited and thinking that we could move forward on this hype and 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 proceed to play well against the Devils and Carolina? Mm-hmm. Did we? Nope. So you're saying there should have been some energy that came off this win because, well, it, not only was it a win, sloppy as it was, it was a win over um, a division rival, a team we're trying to stay ahead of. Exactly. And possibly make the playoffs at the expense of mm-hmm. and a team that they traditionally hate. Right. So why but, wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you ride that? Why, why, why indeed? Why indeed? No. Fans were. <laughs> we were all ready to go. I mean, we knew, I, I don't, I'm not going to say we, I might speak for everybody, but 100% for myself, uh, knew that if we could do this with the Penguins and, and, and it wasn't 60 minutes of hockey, imagine what we could do knowing the challenges against the Devils and Carolina. Why not ride that wave of fuck yeah we won and let's keep it going and keep it tight and keep you know quit being stupid and but we didn't well you would think <laughs> but... i know so and, and it is like you know it is we've logged into this podcast a couple minutes ago and it's like i don't even know what to say i'm yeah not not supporting them of course three o'clock my ass will be in front of the tv you know, watching them play the Kings and then, you know, Kraken and Rangers and everything else upcoming. However, um, that's what you do as a fan. You watch regardless. And that and that's why we record these so we can talk about it in circles. And hopefully we can say, you know what? They finally came together. They've got a roster. They're going to stick with it. They got a goalie. They're going to stick with it. And the fans are happy, and let's write out the rest of the season in a positive note. 
That's right. my 2024 goal. So, well, <laughs> so, right. So, so the point we're trying to make, folks, especially you, some, some of you out there who may be listening for the first time, and if you are, God bless you. Thank you so much. I'm sorry for, for the bronchitis voice. <laughs> um, but either way, um, we're not always like this. But again, it, it's it's really, really hard to get up here and do this when, you know, admittedly, your team is in a bit of a, a transition and, you know, there may be some kinks to work out. But. OK, so so let's. So let's switch gears. Okay. How about that? How about you tell me right now, Gil, three players that you're impressed with so far that you enjoy seeing on the ice that you think have been consistent and whether they're new or, or not up to this up. Okay. So not, not just this week, but, so far this year. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, some positives. Yeah. I've, well, I've seen him do uh, a few boneheaded things um, in the last three weeks, but I still like Beck Malenstein a lot. I do too. I do too. I don't know. Uh, he's not a center, so he's not completely going to be the guy, but I say he's, he's uh He's probably going to be as close to Jay Beagle's replacement as we're going to get. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, at least for now. So uh, another guy. Well, I got to I got to throw in a defenseman. And the, honestly, unfortunately, the only defenseman that has impressed me at any point at all. Um, well, OK, I, I will. I'll say I'll say Carlson, even though mm-hmm. I still have my problems with him. Mm-hmm. Um. I will say he hasn't been as bad, um, but Ferrovari has been better. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm hoping that at some point um, he, he takes over as the number one, but I, I don't think he will. I think he'll, they'll end up using him more like Dmitry Orlov okay. um, more on him later. Um, and a third guy, um, even though he's tailed off a bit recently and yeah, I'm as shocked as anybody by saying this, but, uh, Anthony Mantha and he's, he's found his, now he's not blowing off any doors with, you know, his totals for this year, but everybody's got to admit he's doing a hell of a lot better than he was last year. He's already in double digit goals. And he's overall defensively, he's a plus player. So, mm-hmm. no, whether what what happens to him at the deadline and beyond, no, we'll never know. I, I still doubt we resign him, but at least he's made his case to be an everyday player again. And that I think that's all anybody could have hoped for. Uh, I will throw in two honorable mentions, and they mm-hmm. happen to be his line mates, um, Alexi Protus and Connor McMichael. Mm, mm-hmm. um, well, I, I, I was going to say Protus. <laughs> I, I didn't want to make it. I didn't want to make it so obvious and easy and name that whole line. Obviously, that whole line is, for a good part, carried the team offensively. But um, they've had their bad moments too. But yeah, I I do like those guys as well. I think everybody else though kind of needs to pick it up. Mm, okay. Just kinda. 
Um, so, so yeah, those are my, those are my three. Um, so there's, there's good in this team. There's something to build off of, but yeah, this, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, you on the other side of the earbuds and speakers, what have you, however you're listening, um, as was pointed out by a friend of mine, um, what we saw last week may well more often than not, at least for the rest of the year, be the norm. Um, because unfortunately, I think this team has finally hit a wall in that the first two months, two plus months, they were playing over and above themselves. And finally, I think they've hit that wall and now they're playing more like what they actually are on paper. Um, now, is it possible they can play 500 hockey the rest of the way? It's possible. Is it possible they can be better than that at some point? Yes. Will they get there? I don't know. Um, and honestly, I don't think they will. But again, we all should have known this because last year, the way they finished was something of an indication of what we were going to get this year. And that's why this year is a transition year. New coach, new systems, figure out who wants to be on the team and who doesn't. And um, I think we're starting to get an idea of the who does and who doesn't at, at this point. I agree. Um, all right, so let's go ahead and move on to the next game, which was the very next night against the New Jersey Devils um, back at home in the friendly confines of Capital One. And, well, this one didn't start off as great, but it wasn't bad. It wasn't a horrible start. Um, yeah, they fell behind quickly to nothing within the um first 10 minutes mm-hmm. uh on a pair of goals by Nico Heeshier uh Connor McMichael brought them within one on the power play within uh, a minute and a half left um we had an Evgeny Kuznetsov sighting second period brought them within 3-2 and then Carlson tied it at 18:58 on the power play yeah with a hell of a howitzer like that was, uh, that was like old Carlson, and I love to see it. But yeah, which shit that was I wish awesome. he would do that more. I really I do, do too. I do too. And I don't know, maybe, maybe now that you know, maybe we'll see more of it. Who knows? But oh, it's like, oh, damn, go John. And then unfortunately, they gave up a goal uh, 46 seconds later, just before the period ended and then the the wheels really started to come off uh gave up two more um i think hunter shepherd was in goal for this one i'm not going to write him too badly but uh, i forget which one i think it was the third goal but there was one goal he gave up that was really really bad and mm. i think he would want to have like to have that back so i'm looking up the third goal it was the one where Basically, okay, so it wasn't the third goal. I think it was the the game winner, the fourth goal by Michael McLeod to end the period. Uh, so I'm calling, I'm looking up the replay now. So the Devils are still in their own zone as a break. Okay, so yeah, this this was this was the goal. So turn it over and um, 
Devils get a shot from the left circle. Yeah, yeah, this was the one. This was the one right through the five hole. And Shepard just let them walk right in with it. And yeah, that was that was the backbreaker. It would also happen to be the game winner. And yeah, just bad all around. So I think I think yeah. I think with with Hunter Shepard, he came in and had that first outstanding game and everyone was like, Oh my god, this is it, put him in. He's our number one guy. All right, well, he got, you know, you kind of checked that box. You had a fantastic game. Now you've had your shit game. Now you've got the one like, welcome to the NHL. You have to step it up. You have to be more consistent. And so check that box. So you had a shit game. Now let's move on. You know, it's it's like, it's going to happen. I mean, it happens with all of them. You know, they come in, they have a shutout and everyone's like, oh my God. And then the next game, you know, they don't have a shutout. Um, but I think the potential's there. He's kind of a quirky guy. I can't really, I can't really get a read on him. Um, I find him quirky, which I like, but I'm hoping that he'll, you know, not let this get in his head and, and move on. Is he playing today? Do we know? Um, not right. sure. I haven't, I haven't heard who, who the starter is yeah. yet. Wouldn't surprise me that if, if he is the starter. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think he's, you know, even with that bad goal, I think he's deserving of another chance. Oh, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I just don't, I don't want him to have it in his head. It's like, Hey, listen, Mark, check the box. We've moved on from it. Start fresh. You're going up against a good LA team at home and, and we know you can do this. So do it. Right. No, I, I, I think this was just, well, we know what Jersey's potential is. And can be, uh, I've, I've said, they have probably the, the best top six forward core in the league right now. Uh, unfortunately, their record doesn't reflect it, but I think they're starting to get things back together. They've had a few injuries mm-hmm. and they're trying to, you know, they're trying to put stuff back together again. Um, but yeah, you cannot, I, I think the mistake the Caps made in this one was they tried to get in, into something of a shootout. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they switch gears probably a little too fast, um, and just didn't realize what they were doing or what they were getting into in the third period. And that's, again, that's when everything started falling apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, by then it was too late and yeah, this is what you get. And when, but, but when, you know, you get, you let one of their Nikos, uh, get, get ahead of you. you know, they, they, they had a, a Nico up front and a Nico in goal. So uh, <clears throat> figure that one. But uh, w- when you let one of their best players, you know, get the jump on you early, you know, kind of hard to d- dig a hole from that, which they did briefly, but, mm-hmm. uh, but they, it just, they just couldn't keep up. And that, that again, that's, that's the hole they fell into and they were caught chasing the game. And that this is what, yeah. this is the end result. And it wasn't pretty. And I think it was on our on our chat room that wasn't wasn't it Cheryl that Cheryl Ann that said, you know, I wouldn't want to be a um a player in the locker room after this game. Yeah. Or was it the Carolina one? No, you know what? I think it was the next one, which is uh oh, okay. conveniently enough. Oh yeah, yeah. That would make gonna sense. be gonna be mm-hmm. the focus game because mm-hmm. um yeah, there is this this was I I will I will go ahead and say it. This was 
the worst played game all year. hundred um, percent. They have been blown out. They have been shut out. Um, they've blown leads in the last minute. Um, they've lost games in the last minute. They've lost games in overtime that they should have won. Mm. None of that compares to the absolute and total collapse like a, a, a soaking wet paper bag that they did in this game. Yeah, this was this was cringe <laughs> from top to bottom. Yep. All six positions on the ice. Just awful. Just terrible. And I mean, it was and I'm not going to I I refuse to waste too much time on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. Darcy Kemper, again, gave up at least two or three goals that he probably should have had probably once back. Mm -hmm. That's not why this team lost the game. Well, okay, that's not the only reason why they lost this game. They lost this game because, in effect, they scored two goals. They jumped out to a two-goal lead and decided to stop playing. Mm -hmm. Jump to the box score. Stop me if you've heard this before. Six goals, six goals. <laughs> I only wish it was six goals. <laughs> six shots on goal in the first period. Four, four in the second. Seven in the third. Now, granted, they had more shots in the third period than they did in the first. But. <laughs> too, too little too late. <laughs> too little and way too late. 17, 17 shots on goal. 17, as in she was just. (laughs) As in, (laughs) as in uh, the prime number, 17. It sucked. <laughs> you, I, I mean, I mean, it, it just, it just, it legit. The stats are pathetic to look at. The game was pathetic. It was I don't awful. know. I, I don't. I am having trouble coming up with words in the English language or any other language to come up with a descriptive word for how pathetic, lackluster, awful. Putrid? <laughs> yeah. Somebody somebody dig up a thesaurus and help me out here because this was all kinds of bad. Yeah. Well, like I said, so if Cheryl Ann was right, you know, saying something about being in the locker room, I would certainly hope that Spencer's that they're ripping them a whole new one several times over again about how not to play hockey in the future like they did in that game. After a four-shot second period, I would have hoped he did, but even yeah. if he did, it didn't have any effect because you talk about wheels coming off. They really came off in the third period in this game. Mm-hmm. Holy freaking hell. All right. So let, okay, let's just go over it from start to finish. Again, nice start. 706 in, Nick Dowd, fifth of the year, 
Obey Kubel, fifth assist of the year. Beck Malenstein, fifth assist of the year. You like fives? You like this goal. At 16-29, Caps go on a power play. Ovechkin, great pass. Completely faked them out. Looked like he was going to shoot. Slap pass to a waiting Strom in front. His 14th on the power play. Carlson, the secondary assist. Um, that, ladies and gentlemen, if I remember correctly, was good for his 500th career assist. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can suck at Toronto. You ain't taking that one down. And yeah, end of 20 minutes, Caps have a two nothing lead against a pretty damn good team. So we're, we're, uh, we're thinking, okay, everything's all donkey hoary. Um, not to be, um, five seventeen in the second Brent Burns. Um, you give this guy any kind of time. He will Brent Burns you. I'm not kidding. That's oh, not I'm, a joke. I know. Trust me, I've watched him on the Sharks for years. And our friend Mr. Aho helped him out. Of course. God. So I that wasn't the beginning of the end, though. Caps were hanging on, and then they managed to not give up anything all the way for the rest of the period. And then um, this goal... Uh, Seth Jarvis goal. Was this the one? So this was the one. Yeah, this was the one I couldn't figure out how it got in. This was the one that started behind the net. And yeah. This is the one where I think uh, Darcy Kemper was wishing he was wearing um, a um, some adult undergarments because something leaked through. And we didn't know why. <laughs> that wished that wished he didn't he wished it didn't leak through, but it did leak through. And uh, yes, it was black and round, and yeah. Anyhow, anywho, so that ties it. Uh, then, oh boy, you talk about. I know I said this before, but you talk about the wheels coming off. Everything started coming off. I mean, a stripper would have had more on later afterwards than this bunch. It was painful. It It just was like, that's just a painful. It just doesn't quite summarize. (laughs) I don't know if there's Uh, any drug or alcohol or... (laughs) controlled legal or illegal substance that would have taken away the pain of watching this. Mm. But okay. So you have, you're facing a team that is, has been absolutely lethal on the power play. So naturally, what do you do? You give them not one, but two chances within three minutes. Can't kill the first one. Svechnikov gets that, that, that brings them up three, two can't kill the second one either. As you can't friggin' clear do the do enough of a job to clear the puck out. Mm-hmm. So, within again within three minutes, you're down three goals, and then you go up on a power play late in the game, 
and you still can't hang up on hang on to the puck. And who do you give it to but um, a guy you had to trade last year, and he sends it 190 feet into an empty net. Technically, it's a shorthanded goal, but it was an empty net goal as well. Mm-hmm. And then it's 5-2. And then 50 seconds later, Joel Edmondson, um, I, I don't know. I, I, evidently, he didn't get rid of the holiday spirit. He gives it away to... Jesper Cook and Yemi, he hands it over to Ponmarev, buries it. Buries a perfect wrist roofer for his first ever goal. 6-2. Game's pretty much over at that point. Mm. Well, it was over. It was over a minute before it that. Was, but yeah, it, I was going to say. <laughs> it was. It was. <sighs> um. And uh, on the stat sheet, as you can imagine, it was, you you name the category, except for maybe one, one or two, but you name the category, the Capitals sucked at it. Um, I say again, 17 shots on goal, 39% of the faceoff dot, one for three power play, six penalty minutes, four of which were back-to-back. Stupid. 13 hit you very stupid. Thank you, Mr. Kuznetsov. Mm-hmm. 13 hits, which, oh, okay, I don't know. I guess that was all right. 18 block shots, okay, fine. But mm. still. Still, exactly. Horrible. So let's see what happens today. Can't blame the refs for this one. Can't blame anybody, but it was, this was the the whole team. The the whole team team looking back at you in the mirror. Can't blame anybody else. Yep. And, um, I'm, and I, I gotta, you know, I, I, I mentioned this last week. I gotta blame a little bit on the bench too, because they, they start. I get that you're still compiling an overall plan, but sooner or later, you have to find a way to get more out of your team. Mm-hmm. Sooner or later, you have to stop mixing up lines and just let the guys kind of figure something out between themselves. Mm-hmm. Sooner or later, you have to find a way to get the message across that, hey, we got 20 minutes to play. We got to shut it down or we got to take it to them. Figure it out. Now is the time they need to start figuring it out. Now is the time I want to see. I want to see them build some character, build an identity of, okay, well, this is how we're going to play. And this is how we're going to make it tough for them to get a win, earn a win, or take a win, or steal a game. Mm-hmm. What I've been seeing is them handing the games. What I have been seeing is nothing short of playing anywhere from 20 to 45 minutes and then hitting a wall. Yep. As in another brick in the... I feel kind of like Pink Floyd. Because 
mother's going to come and break your balls if you Help. don't if you don't start getting better at this. Yep. 100%. That there is there is nothing else to say. There really isn't. I mean, we know we know they know what they need to do. We know as fans know what they need to do. Um, bully needs to know what they what they have to do and it's like, okay, then fucking do it and be consistent. No, and sorry. And again, Yes, we all know what, or we should have known what was to be expected this year. We knew that this was a team that on paper, yes, probably wasn't going to make anything of, even if they made it a significant playoff run. Mm -hmm. But we did know, we did have some sort of idea that a lot of guys that didn't get a chance before were going to have a chance to shine. A lot of guys who had not, exactly done well we're going to get their chance to prove themselves all over again Mm -hmm. some of that has happened but other parts of that hasn't happened right and we knew we were going to get a coach who hopefully we were hoping have has some imagination i'm not seeing a whole lot of that just yet Mm -hmm. now it can be said that yeah maybe he doesn't have the horses to put on the ice to be all that creative offensively but Mm -hmm. there comes a time where okay you you figure out you got you've got the ingredients you've got enough to make something out of it you have to do the best you can with what you have And I'm not, I'm just not seeing that or, well, I haven't been seeing that lately. I'm still seeing a lack of imagination when they gain the zone. I am still seeing a hell of a lot of problems, even clearing their zone. They have to know that that that's where it starts. That's if if they don't figure that out soon, things are going to get a lot worse before they get any better. That's where it starts to me, you know, getting it out of their own zone. You know, forget about forget about going the other way with it. Okay, here's what I'm seeing. Caps do a breakout, which is they start with the puck in their own end. And whether or not the other team decides to send four checkers or not, doesn't matter. More often than not, what you will see, you will see the defenseman, normally defensemen, take the puck out of the zone before They've gone maybe five feet. They will pass it to a teammate on the other side. I, I think I mentioned this last week. Is it is it even necessary? It's not necessary. It's definitely not necessary, and it's becoming um, predictable. Yeah, maybe a, a little a little like this podcast. <laughs> um, I. I don't know. I I think they've hit a bit of a rut. I get that. But that's where this is where a coaching staff starts to earn their money. This is where if you don't, your parts aren't good enough to get things going. This is where you have a conversation with the GM and say, hey, look, 
you know, this is what you want to think of. Maybe not, maybe not right now, but down the road, you know, maybe how about we get, oh, I, oh, I don't know. We get, we get a, a, a middle twenties forward um, right-handed shot who plays well, all three zones of the ice doesn't quit is is something of a leader and even though this team has some leaders on it but you know you you get think about a a guy like that or or somebody who is a shutdown forward defensively or or a guy who is you know good at finding other guys on his team something Figure out what what it is that you're missing and go to your GM and say, all right, you know what? What we've got is okay, but if we want to start winning games, I need, you know, this, these, this, that, and the other ingredient. Or we're going to have a souffle that sinks like the continent of Atlantis here. I, I can't, I can't make anything with, with the ingredients you're giving me. I think maybe maybe it's time for that conversation. I don't know. Although although it can also be said that you know <laughs> I got food on the brain here, Christmas food. Uh, that the, the GM has cooked his own goose, and this is this is you know maybe his last gasp anyway. But hopefully we won't because of that. We won't have another bad deal where he tries to save his job. And makes a deal just to, for the hell of it. I'm, that's there's a danger in that too. But yeah, I think it's safe to say that this guy. Well, when I say this guy, um, Coach Carberry, I should say, as is struggling with what he's got, and he he needs to get sit down with his staff and say, all right, what do we have that works? What do we have that doesn't work? And how do we fix what doesn't work? And I'm sure he's thought about it, but lately I haven't seen the results of that. Now, either that means either you're not getting your guys to execute or your plan is flawed. And it might be a little bit of, blo- of both. But uh, Yeah. I mean, uh, we'll say in his defense, you know, he has tried to switch the lines up. He has benched players. He has tried. But again, it seems like we're just... Um, you know, it's like we have a we have a, a whole bunch of Yahtzee dice. We're just throwing them out there and like, okay, let's try this. And if this doesn't work, but you know, the players also need to step up. And and we don't have a, a you know, we always talk about consistency and, and and chemistry and everything. We don't have any of that right now, except for the third line. Well, yeah, but still, you know, we want to yeah. see we want to see more. So. I think he's well aware of it, but it must also be very difficult to to sit back and say, okay, we're going to change it. Here's what we're going to do. And then it works once and then it falls apart the next time. You know, why is that? Why, why can't we do, Why can't we beat the Penguins one night and then play that well again two nights later? Right. And it's not that the fact, it's not just the fact that they're losing. Right. You know, I had an idea. I can't speak for anybody else, but I had an idea that, yeah, there was a good. I had a good idea that they would probably fall anywhere from five to ten points short of the last playoff spot. 
But I figured if they, as long as they played well enough to be in games. And for the last two weeks, what I'm seeing is a team that's playing well enough for the first, again, 20 plus minutes mm-hmm. up to the end of the second period and then nothing. Yeah, I agree. And that's not that's not good enough. If your effort's not good enough, then why are you even out there? You're, the sum of your parts, your parts aren't good enough. That's one thing. But if your, eff, your effort is not good enough to hang the full 60 minutes, something's wrong top to bottom mm-hmm. and not, not just the players. So right. they're going to have to take a deep look inside and, and nip some of these bad habits in the bud before they go any further. Now, we've made mention of it. <clears throat> before um the caps have a game in about an hour's time as we're speaking um against the la kings it's the third in their five game homestand this afternoon um today january the 7th um and then they're off for three days and another game thursday night against uh seattle kraken seven o'clock puck drop caps finish their homestand at with a matinee on saturday the 13th against uh, the New York Rangers, and then it's a home-and-home with them. Uh, They turn around, do it again in Madison Square Garden 24 hours later, the very next day. Um, And then it's a bit of a West Coast road road swing after that, and they play the Ducks. Uh, Oh, no, no, it's not a West Coast road swing. They're they're home for two games first. Uh, They play the Ducks at home and then the Blues at home. Then um, next weekend, they go on a bit of a a Western road swing. Uh, They play the Blues, Wild, Avalanche, and Stars before (laughs) before they hit the All-Star break. And uh, yeah, uh, quite a few good teams there. Some not so good teams there, but quite a few good teams in those next three weeks worth of games. And yeah. Yeah, this this is I don't want to say it's make or break time, but uh, they need to start banking some points. Some guys need to start showing a lot more effort than they have been. And that's. Well, that's kind of obvious to us, but maybe not to them. So. All right. So, yeah, I, I think. I don't want to go on with this too much longer, but I I think we made our point here. Um, we just need to be better, need to see better. And I don't think that the discerning fan such as us would be too displeased if they lose and just at least put out the effort. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, for one, I, I'm sick of I'm sick of hitting the wall come the third period. I'm sick of seeing that, and I'm sick of just quitting. I'm sick of no shots on goal, for sure. I'm definitely sick of that. That That's not the team that was put together that we're, we're, we're seeing. I don't know who's going to – I don't know who's going to be the answer to that, 
I, I'm, you know, on paper, we're not, maybe we're not seeing it, but who knows? Somebody, somebody needs to step back up who was or hasn't been yet. Somebody, anybody. Um, so that's, that's all there is to it. Um, did you have any other, any other thoughts, anything else you noticed? Anna? Nope. I think we said it all. Yeah. I look, I, for, for those of you, again, for those of you new, we're not always like this, but sometimes you just got to tell it like it is. Yeah, exactly. And it was, it, it was a crappy week. It was a shitty week for this team and they know it. It's not like they don't know it. They know it, mm-hmm. but they need to play like they know it. All right, so going to wrap it up for this week, and uh, so next week um, we're going to cover um, that week's worth of games that we mentioned, starting with today's game. Um, when we come back to you, so for the Mermaid Anna Knox, this is the Blue Liner on Point signing off and reminding you that, well, this year my wife wanted um, a special Christmas present. She wanted to get an old-fashioned pillow. Made it made with only the finest goose feathers. Naturally, I was down with that. Nope. Hallelujah, and let's go, Caps. Go, Caps. This has been another episode of the Power Play Point Podcast. All episodes are available from. Apple Podcasts, the Podbean app, blueliner77.podbean.com, and now available from Stitcher. Music by Joe McAllister, voiceover by Jeffrey Conkle. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Power Play Point Podcast. Thanks for listening.